I don't write anything. I'm not funny. I'm not smart. I'm not good looking. Why are these people following me? And also, even if you are good looking or funny or smart, why are we following you? Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. A.K.A. Rafael the Beefcake, A.K.A. Ravishing Rafi Rude. Uh, wrestling you said you wanted to be a wrestler when you grew up. I listened to the episode. <laughs> I was I did not get it at first. I was like, Lisa has been losing it. I don't know. <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> oh, how are you, Rafi? I'm doing all right. It's always great when I can talk to you. It seems like it's been forever. I know. I It feels weird to, number one, listen to Allison without taking notes. Although, I think both... Last week, I think I, I took notes and I was like, okay, I can't do this, obviously. And uh, yeah, so it was awesome that you filled in, but it does feel weird when we haven't talked at least once a week. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm. <laughs> we are texting with Jen. She possibly has ESP and knew we were recording. And I just sent her uh, the gif of Elaine holding her ears uh, when she's wearing the... Uh, the fuck's those ear things called i'm just gonna let you keep going (laughs) anyway (laughs) um uh what did you say (laughs) um it's great talking to you i've missed it (laughs) (laughs) oh yes (laughs) yes it's it's all it's uh miss hearing you on the show yeah shout out to jen i think that was cool she was texting us both at the same time i was like oh hey <laughs> yes um she has some good game options for our next bff group recording and i'm pretty <laughs> excited about so yeah we'll give you a hint it's called poop of the potato <laughs> <A hint. laughs> i'm gonna tell you exactly <laughs> you what hint. it I'm is i'm gonna tell you exactly what it was <laughs> Oh, today we're going to talk about the Monday episode, John Henson Wants to Teach You the Basics, and the Thursday episode, Hiccup Remedies, Standardized Birthdays, Social Jeff Warriors. Could I read that more stupidly? Um, but first, let's do a round of uh, shout-outs. Little Rafi, you have any shout-outs? Uh, sure. Shout-out to Jen. I actually was going to give her a shout-out, because uh-huh. I was like, I haven't heard of her. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of her. <laughs> I haven't heard from her in a while. And the other day, Facebook was like, here's a friend recommendation. I was like, "Uh, yeah, I know her. I don't need to add her on Facebook. Just because I don't want to be on Facebook. That's why I don't want to add her. Because I don't even think I'm friends with like Trice on there. But it's like, I I text these people in real life. I don't need this Facebook bullshit. Anyway, shout out to her. Shout out to Leanne. I'm listening to the first Casey Musgraves album. I know she me she has recommended to me that I listen to that, especially Follow Your Arrow, which I have had on my phone for like ever. And then I was like listening to this music podcast and I was like, I should listen to the whole album and I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Shout out to Megan always. Shout out to you, Lisa. Missed you. And uh, I think that's it. That's pretty good shout outs. I have, let's see, Brittany, of course. 
I got to see Brittany last weekend and was it last weekend? Yeah. And it was so much fun. We went to LA and we went to go see a show and it was just fun to be able to see her, you know, live and in person. <laughs> and uh, so that was awesome. Shout out to you, Brittany. Also to Megan. I got to see her last night. That was really great to just sit and chat with her. And um, if you guys all haven't read her st- things that she's posting, go and read it because it's very interesting what she's been through. And I like that she's sharing it. Also, shout out to all of the people that listen especially people that tweet about it, but Paul and Don and Mika. And also, uh, I don't know if you remember, Beth was on a long time ago and uh, she and I connected a little bit on Instagram and she just had a book that came out and I, it sounds very interesting and I, lo- and I really want her to be back on here to talk about it because she's just seems like an interesting person. So And she also listens, so shout out to you, Beth. Shout out to Kelly for being on the show last week with Lil Rafi because it was an awesome show I like listening to it when I'm not on because it's kind of fun. And also shout out to you, Lil Rafi. Also, I want to shout out to Trice. I'm going to get to see him in maybe two weeks. He's going to be down uh, close to my house. So we're going to meet up at some point. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, is that this Nevada thing? No, he's coming down here for work. And so we're going to meet up. And then the Nevada thing is Jen Stark is going to be hanging out by the Truckee River, apparently. I don't know why, but I was going to try and go up to meet up. I think Suzanne was going to go and a few other people. So we'll see. It's like nine hours for me. But now that Mike's moved up north for a couple months for work, I thought, eh, this might be doable. Hmm. And that's actually oh, yeah. next weekend. In two weeks is Trice. Next weekend is the up north thing. Oh, well, that sounds like fun. Also, I was going to say shout out to Andrew Ant and Ray Morgan for commenting on the Facebook post for the last episode and everyone else that listens. Yes. I like that you also shouted out Leanne. I love that she still makes time to listen to this show because I can't even imagine all the things that she's going through at the moment. But um, I can't wait for her to be back on so she can tell us about her experiences and and vent about being a parent because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that's why she listens so she can uh, get used to dealing with children. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, also, two things. We're going to have a group recording at my house in March at some point. This is already episode number 123. Can you believe that? Is that crazy? What? This is episode one, two, three? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so around 150-ish, we're going to have another group recording. So it's it's going to come quickly. It's funny how the day, the years go by so quick. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a year before we see each other or everybody again. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got to start planning it soon because it's going to be here. But anyway, in March, anybody wants to come to my house? Uh, Lauren might be here. Trice might be here. Becky might be here. Rafi... I, it's not a might. You have to be here. Sorry. Oh, I'll be there. Good. Superfan Megan probably will be here, hopefully. Ray Morgan, hopefully. Dawn. It would be awesome to have everybody. And new people, even. Come on down. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> you might even see someone whose name starts with an A. Ooh. Come on, knock on my door. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This... Okay, so maybe I do need to record at least once a week so I can get all the kinks out. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, that happens. Okay, I guess we should talk about the Monday episode with John Henson. I love John Henson being on. I had tweeted out 
a couple of weeks ago, when do we get to see, hear John Henson on again? And then he responded that they're talking about dates. And I was very excited about him being on a Thursday episode. But then we got a Monday, which is awesome, too, because it's just one on one. But I really, really want him to be on a Thursday episode. And I don't I like his dynamic with everybody. And but I also like getting to know him better. So it was nice. It's just nice to have him. Anyway, I'll take him. <laughs> God. Yeah. Always good to hear from him. It, it has been. I, di- I didn't realize how long it had been since he's been on. Because at the end, he was like talking about Jenna and Al being on. And I was like, holy cow, that feels like forever ago. Yeah. So he is the host of the Halloween Bake Off on TV Food Network. And I'm really excited to watch this with the kids because... I like having shows that I can watch with the kids that it's actually interesting for me to watch too. I like these kinds of bake-off shows and I don't know why. I don't really like baking. I don't even like cake, but I just like watching the process. So I I don't know if you've seen it yet or if you're even going to, but the fact that he's a host makes me want to watch even more. If I had television, I would tune in. Probably get it on Hulu or Netflix. I think that's how I'm going to watch it. Uh, Who has the, the time to watch all these things though? Oh my God. You can stop listening to rap music for two seconds and you're YouTubers. (laughs) (laughs) You're YouTubies. (laughs) Well, see, here's the thing is when I watch YouTube, I don't watch like YouTubers necessarily. I'm like watching, I don't know, interviews or like, I don't know. It's, I I do watch a lot of food stuff also because if I can't eat it, at least I can watch someone eat it, I guess. I don't know. Or lay Um, their head in it or put their foot in it or whatever. (laughs) Hey, that's, uh, that's my private time. Uh, I know. It's always your private time. So speaking of watching TV, John Henson, his, uh, what was the, the show I watch or I witness? I witness. That makes sense. Uh, the eyewitness show that sounded very interesting, but it didn't go anywhere because apparently people watch TV differently now. And I never really thought about that, but everybody multitasks now and they don't pay attention to what's going on on the screen. And I never had that problem before. Like when Allison would talk about, oh, whenever I'm watching a movie, I stop and I'm checking people like, what are they up to now? Who are they with? I'm checking in their backstory. And like, I never had that problem, but now I find it's starting to creep in. I love watching old movies, but they are very slow and you really have to sit and watch. And then, so I was trying to do this last Friday. I was, I'm going to watch all of the stars born movies. So start with the thirties, the fifties, and then like the seventies one or whatever. And every single one of them mid whatever, I'm like, Oh, what what happened? How did, how did Judy Garland die again? Like how old was she? And I like started going into it. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't like focus on watching a movie anymore. And it's like, that really makes me angry. I need to just put my phone away. Um, yes. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. What you can't see is that I just put my phone down and looked shamed. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were doing the jack off motion. They had this. So John Henson talked about having talent that a lot of people have talent, but then without the ambition or without luck and timing is is what I think for a lot of things, because there are a lot of talented people, but for some reason it doesn't ever go anywhere. And I wonder like how people are born differently where he's just like going for it constantly. Like he's talented and he's just ambitious about it. And there's some people that you meet people who are funny or who can do things and they never get going any direction. So I just wonder like how that work works out. Are you talking about me or? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not talented, but also I lack ambition, so. <laughs> and luck. 
Oh, yeah. I I often wonder, you know, like, it's like the, whatever those books are, like the Choose Your Own Adventure book. And I think I've referenced that before as far as like, I feel like Allison and I had very similar beginnings from the same like place, almost the same like year, everything. And like where she went and where I went is like, I've chosen too many wrong pages and wrong turns. But you just think about what people could do if they like had the drive or motivation. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to do a little self-helpy here and try and like, I don't know. I want to be somebody. Okay. I want to do something with my life. Don't we all? Yeah. So John Henson, I love that he, when he watches his wife on stage, like he, for lack of a better term, just gets off on it (laughs) and loves watching her on stage. And like that kind of love is pretty, is pretty cool to not be insecure about it. I mean, a lot of men might be like, ugh, like she's getting attention or she's funny, like that's intimidating or whatever. But the fact that he loves that about her is, seems like they have a really good relationship. And I think that's endearing. Yeah, I thought that was, uh, sounded quite adorable. <laughs> Except for he slipped me his number last time I saw him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, I hope he's that's not- what- that's what we need to do on here to to get more listeners is just slander people and just come up with <laughs> all sorts of lies. Yes. That remind this that just reminded me of like not that but what I said reminded me of something that happened to, that I did at the Twin Peaks festival. <laughs> I was uh I was asking one of the actors for a picture and then he's like, "Sure." And I said, "And he was they made he made like these little things that he was selling." I'm like, "Oh, I'd like to buy that." And he's like, "Okay." So I went to get my money out and my <laughs> my hotel key <laughs> flew out <laughs> and landed oh. in his lap. And I was like, oh, that's subtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And he got all like flustered. He's like, yeah, that was subtle. And I'm just like, oh, God. Woo. Anyway, he's definitely not listening. So we can slander him all I want. I didn't even say his name. Real slanderous. Okay, so... We can go on to the widespread Me Too movement. This whole thing, it's weird because it's been eye-opening for me, much like the stuff that Megan has shared about the mental health care system, shedding light on things that I thought were not as big of a problem as they were. And then this whole Me Too movement is just like, all of these things are coming up. One of the things, and this goes back to Kelly, Kelly posted, it's one of her favorite quotes, and I'm going to like paraphrase it because I don't, I don't even know who it was from. I should probably have looked that up, but uh, it was men's biggest fear is that a woman will laugh at them. Women's biggest fear is that a man is going to kill them. And that saying that has kind of like slowly resonated with me. Then this whole like me too movement, it's like, everybody's talking about it. In my mind, I was like, what's going to happen is like a lot of people are going to be falsely accused and like all these other things. But then I started really like thinking about the things in my day to day life that I have to do as a woman that I never thought about. It's just so normal to me. Well, first of all, I always have like I used to always have to carry a knife, but now I have pepper spray and I'm I'm constantly on the defense. No, the offense that something's going to happen. So whenever I go out anywhere where I park has to do with my safety not wearing my hair in a ponytail because you can get grabbed easier. Like there's so, and even just like, you know, being larger chested, I cover up a lot because I don't, I don't want the attention. So you try and like just coast through life. And like, there's so many things that you have to think about as far as like being in danger. And maybe I'm more of like a freak about it just because of bad things happening to me. But 
but bad things happen to people and it's fucking scary. And I was thinking about this, all of this stuff. And I was getting so mad at the fact that like, I'm so used to like this behavior is like just been normalized and it's just like making me really angry at men and <laughs> not in a way that I'm going to become a lesbian or anything because I mean, come on, <laughs> but uh, just that whole like feeling of like being have to be fear for your life constantly is just like crazy that we have to feel that way. And I was thinking about all of this on my way somewhere and I parked and I went into running errand and I came out and this guy came up to my car and wanted to like talk to me. And I'd already like, I had my pepper spray in my hand and I'd already locked the car and he was like trying to get me to roll down the window. I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> and he's just like, he wanted to talk, Like he was pointing at something. So I thought I left something on my car. Something. So I just barely cracked the window. He's like, oh, do you know your neighbor over here? I'm like, I don't live around here. So I just, and he's just like, put his hands up. Like he was all whatever. He just wanted me to get out of the car or something. I don't know what he was going to do, but I was just like, I'm out of here. But like these like little things, I'm like, fuck, you can't even just like go anywhere anymore. Everything has to be like, I don't know. I feel like I have to be holed up in my house. I'm even scared to be at home all the time now. <laughs> anyway, I should not watch or listen to serial killer podcasts either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, it's not a man yeah, bashing I mean, thing. It's just like a, an eye opening thing of like how we are, what we accept as our daily life yeah the well the sad part is that it's all very true like these are all things that you have to worry about that i don't and it's funny because when uh i talk to my friends it's just because if if you talk to a guy they're like well i don't see what the big deal is well it's because they've never had to deal with it so it's like and and they don't and then like a stupid guy might even say like oh what's the problem i would love it if like some lady came over talk to me yeah no shit but (laughs) What if another fucking guy came over and started leering at you or doing whatever? Right. Then, oh, all of a sudden, not so nice, right? So uh it's just a problem of, I don't know, people not seeing the other side. But also, like John Henson mentioned how these are like our fathers or uncles or brothers or whoever. That's the part that is more interesting to me because i mean whoever whichever celebrity you know has been exposed now like these people all have families and like people in their lives who either let this go on or you know once they find out about it they don't really treat them any differently i guess so like i mentioned uh last episode if there's someone that i'm like yeah i don't want to hang out with this person for whatever reason i'll fucking cut you out of my life and I feel like that's the smallest consequence, you know? So we all got to be better about just murdering bad people. <laughs> My idea is murder's great. Uh, but also, I feel like if any dude has any kind of infraction, like castration, because I feel like dudes are walking around with loaded weapons. It makes your balls make you do crazy fucking things. Uh, this is my theory. <laughs> and I feel like if you have like an issue where it's causing you to like circle schools and like follow women, like dude, cut them off. <laughs> Get rid of them. I mean, you're right about the balls. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I don't know, Lisa, you got a neighbor who yes. uh, seems to be a real weirdo. And not just one, but two, because... I'm glad you brought that up because there's more, uh, there's an update on him, but also we've all collectively just decided to like cut him out, but we haven't like confronted it. We're not like, Hey dude, you're an alcoholic pervert. Then he's just like, 
leave us alone. That's where it's going to go next. But now he's been hiding out. He doesn't like come around. He knows he's done something wrong, but he's trying to cover it up with his wife. So he told his wife that somebody must have told that lady something about him to make her say, don't touch me. Like, so his wife has been going around asking people like, what, what, who, what did somebody say to her to make her say that, to make her tell him to not touch her? Like, that's how he's spinning it. And she's such an enabler. She has not asked me yet, by the way. She hasn't asked anybody that's been there. So I cannot wait to give her an eye-opening experience. (laughs) But you're right. We've let it go on too long. And that's exactly, I was talking with the other neighbors. They said, we've all let it go on too long. If it was a stranger, we would have done something about it. But because he's our neighbor and supposed friend, you get... You let things slide. And that's how you were, what you were saying with family members and things like that. We had another neighbor, I know I shared this with you before, that threatened to punch my daughter. And we all were like, well, we're friends with his parents. And so we all, we didn't want to like cause commotions. We were all trying to like make it peaceful, but like stay away from him, obviously. But, but it all like, it turned everybody kind of against each other where if somebody, first of all, he was 26 year old man. He's living with his parents. And he threatened to punch my daughter when she was eight years old. If somebody else would have done that, we'd have called the cops. Absolutely. Yeah. So the fact that we let that slide and now we're not friends with them anymore because their feelings got hurt. And I'm like, fuck, you guys can fuck right off. Like you just go away. <laughs> this They want to protect their son who's obviously got an issue and we should have done something about it and we didn't. But now we're not friends at least, but whatever. It, it That whole thing, like you said, we all let little things slide because... They're the uncle, they're the dad, they're brother, they're a friend, whatever it is. And that's weak and shitty. And I think cutting people out, like you said, or at least shining light on things is what we have to do without being like a fucking monster about it. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. I mean, but like I've said before, sometimes violence is the answer. I'm not opposed. All right. (laughs) So the next group recording, we're all going to lynch mob him. (laughs) Good idea, Rafi. uh, Thank you. I, I'm into it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I know they talked about the cr- whole Chris Brown thing, how like for some reason he skated and then like the Louis C.K. thing. And I wonder if the acceptance lies in the fan base, the fan base not really giving a shit or it's timing because when the whole Chris Brown thing was going on, there were a lot of other things that had gone on for lifetimes. You know what I mean? Where people were like, eh, well, but he's still a good singer or like he's still a good, you know, I never heard Crowley used to always be like, how are these people just getting by? Like, oh, because he's a good singer or a dancer or like whatever. Like it, it's fine that he beats up his his girlfriend. And that used to be the thing. It was like, well, he's talented. So, it, you know, like with Michael Jackson, like, oh, well, he's a good singer. So whatever, if he diddled some kids, like it just kind of like, I don't think that would pass anymore as an excuse. Uh, I mean, hopefully not. Uh, I do remember when that, chris brown situation happened so jay-z signed rihanna uh and she's kind of like his like i wouldn't say protege but he definitely like helped her career a lot and like kind of took her under his wing i guess and uh so when this happened i was like oh my god we everyone knows jay-z has shooters i was like oh chris brown's gonna get it like and then but obviously he's such a high profile person like you can't murder a celebrity <laughs> but i was like at least they gotta like rough him up or something and nothing i was like god damn jay-z let me down he lets us he lets everybody down <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah I, I think the whole it's just i think at least things are changing and i hope that 
my daughter can grow up in a world where she feels safe. And I hope that my son grows up in a world where he doesn't inflict fear on people. <laughs> like just, you know, that came out wrong, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't want it to be acceptable. And I feel like more people talking about it is going to, maybe people will hide in the shadows more or change their behavior or get castrated. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I just thought about how now, like, really the main thing you need to teach your son is, like, how not to be a creepy fucking weirdo. But uh, if you go back now and watch any movie, there are so many things that now are just, like, super fucked up. So now nowadays with our, you know, newfound <laughs> knowledge of uh, what not to do. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's funny going back and like seeing media and these are the things that influence yeah. us, you know? So, uh, going back and seeing how fucked up some of the messages in these movies or whatever, it's, it's pretty scary. Cause I mean, there are millions and millions of people who are watching these things and thinking, oh yeah, you should embarrass a girl by, uh, singing, I love you baby. As you march down the stairs of a really nice high school in Washington. <laughs> that would just be sweet. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just hope I do hope. I don't want to say I hope for change because I'm not a fucking Obama, <laughs> but cause hope does nothing, but I do hope that there is going to be change. <laughs> mm, next topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so they read some questions. They read my question. What's funny is I sent in a question because I watched John Henson on Worst Cooks finally. And it was also the season that Mindy Cohen was on. And she had said that there was, you know, she had shared some stuff about some of the things behind the scenes. And I thought, oh, I, I wonder if John Henson has any stories. And it's like, well, he's still being employed by the TV Food Network. So he's probably not going to be like, yeah, um, Chef Anne is real cut. <laughs> Like, obviously, uh, he wasn't going to share any dirt, but I, if you guys haven't seen any of this, you need to go watch it because if you didn't love John Henson before, you're going to love him after. <laughs> it was, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm all flustered now. Sorry. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about his new tattoo? I pretty, sh I'm pretty sure I saw it and I think it was cool. It was a anchor, right? Yeah. Uh, how would you have seen it? I thought he posted it on Twitter. I think I may have asked him to see it on Twitter. Oh, Pepsi's here. Uh-huh. Oh, because remember he slipped me the ditch. <laughs> the ditch? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I maybe I haven't seen it. Maybe it's in my... Whatever. Um, so I like Anchors. That sounds cool. I think his wife needs to be a little more accepting of tattoos. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that's cool that he gets one. Because still, he doesn't look like he'd be someone that has tattoos, as you originally had said. Yeah. He's like uh, one of those like Japanese businessmen who like they're all hidden yeah. under the shirt. I love that. Like I, there were some people... And it used to be before, you know, now everyone's just like loud and proud about their tattoos. But I used to love it when you'd see someone in a business suit and you could just see a tiny tattoo creeping out. And you're like, they're dressed all nice. I mean, then they have like this, like this wild side underneath. <laughs> okay. I just, so tattoos. Um, I am really dying to get some more. I wish I had more money. I, my husband used to fall asleep during his tattoos. I think the only thing I would worry about is him like farting. <laughs> while he did that or snoring but i never could fall asleep 
it is way too tense to fall asleep. So I'm kind of surprised when people can do that. Oh, you know, something I've never thought about, but like, you know, when you're like, like just as you're falling asleep and then you have that sensation, like you're like falling and then you get startled and jump. My fucking uh, mom tattoo is going to say like moo now. Moo. Yeah. (laughs) It's just going to say mommy. (laughs) Uh, When are you going to get a tattoo? Uh, You know, I'm not opposed to it, but... But now I kind of feel like, you know, I don't have any just because I can't like get a hundred percent set on what I would get. So because I, I feel like once you have one, you might as well have a million or as many as you want, you know. So but the getting just the first one, it's like I, there's nothing that I want on me so much that I have to get it tattooed. So maybe never. I mean, our Allison tattoo has not come together and you know who knows if one day i'm like oh she said this thing about rap music she's dead to me now (laughs) that would be awesome i'll wait until after to ask her a question about rap (laughs) yeah what if she's like "Mm, yeah this jay-z guy i don't know he's not that good i'll be like mother fuck (laughs) you cut your cut the tattoo out (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. How about a little slice of kernels, kernels? Which is worse. Yeah, only twice, though, where I just woke up and I was laying in the gutter and I woke up and I thought, why is it so hot in my bedroom? And why is there gravel in my bedroom? Why are people in my bedroom? Why are they looking at me? I never lay down in gutters anymore. That's how it works in the cartoons in Three Stooges. He oh, really got his bell rung. That's it's bad news. It is real, real bad. Rookie mistake. Till death do you fart. Oh. Listen to them talk to each other or do I get to talk to them? What's what's the big whoop here? When I was wallowing in my own crap. Man, you had to pay him a lot of money. There was a party in the vestibule. Oh. Mommy made a boom boom. I think it is some kind of toy that you hide and then it jumps out and bites you. Nobody will talk about your soul-crushing alcoholism. It, she seems to be eating a lot of lipstick. That's not true because I'm totally liberal and I never get laid. You know what? Here's a racist uh, Here's a racist concept that I believe in first the awesome, obvious benefit, but also, I don't think you die instantly. Oh, yeah. I got them all squirreled away. How much for one rib? That's called the pickpocket's delight. Tell the full story. Your ex is Wayne Newton. That you're charging me $25 a plug, and I can't afford it anymore because I parked in your driveway and you had it towed in a cost. You need a dotted line down the middle of the room, a la the Munsters. You look kind of <laughs> like the old King Vitaman. That'll cure you. You know, I think the reason that he's been missing from the Monday shows is because he's listening to BFF and... Uh, <laughs> Colonel's Colonel's doesn't come up and he's just been in a depression oh, now. I like that theory. Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> God. All right. I didn't even ask you if you had any more for Monday before we did Colonel's Colonel's, but I'm pretty sure you don't. I don't. All right. Jeff, do you feel better now? You can come back to Mondays. All right. So, uh, yeah, we were her little puff pastry profiteroles sent in by Leanne Briscoe. Allison did not say the entire card, but when I looked it up, I made sure to cover the entire thing. Okay. As per usual, I like carbs that I don't know what they are. What the fuck is a profiterol? I don't know, but I know I've seen them at World Market, but I can't in my mind's eye remember what they look like, and I didn't look at it uh, at all. I feel I'll like it up. I'm going to ask my doctor if profiterol is right for me. <laughs> It does have a side effect of leaky nut sacks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I'm glad it's the profiterol. I am very and, nut central. Oh and God. not something else. Apparently, 
It is a uh, cream puff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I've I've had those in my house. What? Oh, my God. (sighs) They can be filled with ice cream. Oh, boy. Whoa. I've seen like the like the the Bavarian cream ones. They're like cream puffs. Yeah. Oh, and apparently they're also savory ones. Hmm. Oh, weird. Interesting. What would be in that? Like, pureed meats, like meat? cheese, and so on. Ooh, I want the so on. <laughs> <laughs> they were formerly common garnishes for soup. What? Where Where does this come from? France? Yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll have those uh, on the next. You could get like the frozen pack from Smart and Vital. Just let them thaw out on a plate. They're pretty good. But I don't know about the savory ones. That sounds very strange to me. It's like what you, what you guys were talking about last week with the empanadas. I love empanadas it's one of my favorite things and i like making them and i never thought about making sweet ones which is essentially just a, a meat like a pie but for some reason i'm like oh i don't want a sweet empanada like no way but i'm sure they're delicious i just never see them for sale anywhere hmm. yeah i mean oh. who who doesn't want a handheld pie Ew. <laughs> so vegas what are your thoughts on vegas do you go? Oof. Have you been? You've been. I've never been. I've been to. What? Uh, I went to I visit my friend in Battle Mountain, which is a fucking nowhere little town. And I think I passed through Oof. Reno, but I was just like, yeah, this isn't for me. My friend literally just came back yesterday from Vegas and he had the time of his life, apparently. But I'm against Vegas for many reasons. I okay. I don't like that there's so many fucking people because I hate people. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't like that it's just like a it's just like to me it seems like just like a bunch of disgusting animals who just want to drink, possibly try to get laid and just be fucking gross all the time. Uh and also I don't like how fake everything is. Mm. I I have yeah. a real problem with them having a fucking Eiffel Tower and a Statue of Liberty. <laughs> it's like you dumb fucking cunts like and Caesar's Palace like go fuck yourself. But but so no, and I would love to go. you have problems with theme parks as well? I don't know what you're getting at, but no, because theme parks have rides. I understand that these okay. like Hey, there's rides right. in Vegas too, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there actually are rides. <laughs> but no, uh I no problem with theme parks. I think Vegas, you're right. It's uh it's like probably the date rape ca- rape capital of the world. It's disgusting and seedy and there's way too many people and I think I don't know how old your friend is, but if he had the time of his life, he's probably late mid 20s. Yep. <laughs> or early like 20s. Yeah. And it is amazing when you're that age and you're just going to like, it's like a playground for drinking and fun. But then once you get a little older and you realize I can drink at home <laughs> and less crowded places. Um, I also, I love gambling a lot, but in Vegas, I only like to stay at the Rio because it's off the strip. I don't walk around in the crowds. I don't do any of that stuff. But once I became an Elks member, <laughs> We started going on the Laughlin trips with all of the old people on the buses. And Laughlin is much more my speed because I like to drink and I like to gamble, but not with like so much pressure to be like a maniac. Yeah, that's the other thing is I don't care for gambling at all. Uh, so I don't know. It's not for me. I think if I, if I was rich, maybe I would fucking love gambling, but I'm a fucking peasant. So I got to keep my pennies <laughs> to myself. 
speaking of being poor, I don't know why I wrote it, but I wrote being poor. (laughs) 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 It sucks, isn't it? Doesn't it? Uh, Isn't it indeed? Yep. Isn't it? What was the name of the last episode? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there when I be there. (laughs) Poor sucks, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. I liked Danielle being on and... Uh, who else? Oh, it was and Renee. I like them being on. They are definitely definitely different ends of the spectrum. It was them, right? Or am I getting it wrong? Nope, it was them. <laughs> okay, yeah. Being poor fucking sucks, and I can't imagine being in the line of work that these people are, where it's a lot of freelance things. Where one week you're up, and the next week you're down, and you don't know when you're going to be able to make rent, and like that whole feeling of. I don't know. You could feel comfortable, and then all of a sudden it's like gone, and I like. I'm going through one of those downward, <laughs> downward swoops. What's I don't even know how to say it, but like I am having that feeling of like, oh my god, why does everything have to happen right now when I have no money? And then someday, you know, then some months you're like, wow, I feel okay. I feel like we can go on a cool trip. And then it's like, oh my god, uh, I'm this close to prostituting myself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't make much. Anyway, maybe I should stop talking about being poor. <laughs> Uh, there's one person you could probably sell yourself to. I'm not going to say who, but let's just say, uh, there's probably space in the bubble for, for you, Lisa. Oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) what was that noise? (sighs) How do you feel about incense? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I like it. I think I'd rather have like... I don't know. I just have this association with it. It was big, like, I don't know what years, probably like in the late 90s or something. And I remember my sisters yeah. having it and like the fucking little sack of it. And then you got that little wooden thing that holds it. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I mean, everyone likes a place that smells nice, but I feel like a lot of these scents... It, it's like cologne. Like, I wish I could wear it more, yeah. but I'm afraid of other people's reaction to it and i should probably just wear it because i enjoy it but if like like if you walk by and people are like holding their nose like nobody wants that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had a a holding my breath situation last week i talked i talked to you about before we were recording (laughs) i'm like oh my god you're in my space and you smell um yeah incense is one of those things it's very invasive and it was definitely something i was into for a while probably the late 90s early sorry not the late 90s the early 90s and the ones that allison was talking about i really got into those the cone ones that you put on top of the charcoal but also i was into like witchcraft and stuff so (laughs) there was some other stuff going on why do i feel like i need to share all these things anyway i now because i'm an old nerd incense just gives me allergies (laughs) so my husband tries to burn some in the garage and it's like i can't even go out there because i start sneezing like total nerd and the other thing that danielle kept talking about was like saging and then she talked about something else which i just finally recently saged my house and i also sweet grass my house i don't know if that's the proper term for it but try to keep out all the evil spirits so how you feel about saging (laughs) so when i was looking for some gifts i went to this like crystal shop that's big in la and the lady came over to me and, you know, she's asked if I was looking for something in particular. And 
from the Jesus and Mero, uh, their first podcast, they mentioned Money House Blessing uh, being available in a spray can in most bodegas. And so jokingly, <laughs> I just... Where all the rich people buy their things. Well, buy their I mean, they groceries. live in the Bronx. What do you expect? But I was like, jokingly, I was like, oh, do you have any Money House Blessing? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's right over here. And she walked me over to some, like, candles that one of them said, like, house blessing, one of them said money. And I was just like, thank you. And as she left, I, like, I was just like, uh, what the fuck kind of, like, like, this seems like a joke. Like, where did I walk into? But they, of course, sold, like, bundles of sage and other shit that you could, like, cleanse your house with. And I ended up buying a couple of crystals. I think I gifted you one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I have the other one hanging on my Allison candle. And recently I reconnected with a friend and she was telling me that she's getting big into them. And her sister was like, yeah, man, these rocks just bring me money. And I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't think that's how it works, but okay. Uh, so, I mean, I'm open to it. I don't like frequent these kinds of places. I've never had a sage burning session thing, but, uh. If if you're into it, that's that's cool with me, man. <laughs> I used to frequent those places a lot, of course, with the crystals and. Well, the... yeah, your your witchcraft, obviously, well, where yeah, you're gonna duh. get your supplies. <laughs> but uh, now I get my my supplies from uh, there's a Native American store down downtown, so I'll go there and get all of my my crystals and my sage and my sweet grass and whatever other kind of like cow skulls that you might need. <laughs> uh, I. I thought you were going to say, well, now I get all my stuff from Amazon. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Amazon, they're they're a good source, right? <laughs> They've got everything. I mean, I'm sure they have cat skulls, was it? <laughs> I said cow, but any oh, cow. skull. Any skull that you need or skin or feather or whatever you're going to need. Anyway, next time you're here, we'll go down there. It's a pretty cool place. Or maybe I'll just send you some sage. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're gonna put that in a box, might as well uh, put some other Ew. kind of sweet grass, man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, my mom called me the other day. Okay, two things. Uh, I my since Mike was gone, I have I still have a date night babysitter so i was like i'm gonna have a date night by myself and no toby my vans box did not come out that's not the kind of date i'm talking about but just doing like whatever i want to do like i made myself a steak i had a bottle of rosé i made myself i made some homemade uh cheddar bay biscuits from the aforementioned red lobster on last on last week's episode and i was like oh i need to smoke some weed because like i never do that and i really want to like really enjoy my food so i'm like the one time i want to smoke pot i cannot find any because i keep giving it away <laughs> i keep giving i keep getting it and by the end of like the year i have this giant amount that i never smoke and then i just started giving it away and now i'm like damn it i gave it all away anyway that leads me to two days ago my mom calls and she's like oh we're on a tour and she's like and they left us some beer do you do you want it like just leftover beer that they can't bring home to Australia or wherever they're from. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm like, you don't have to ask. Just 
come drop it by. We'll always take whatever random beers because who knows if people will drink a Bud Light, a Budweiser orange or whatever bullshit it was. I mean, you'll be here at some point, so you'll probably drink it. But so I said, yeah, sure. And then the next day she calls and she's like, okay, they left some other things, but it's very strong. I want to see if you want it. I'm like, okay. She's like, and it's, um, they're gummy bears. I'm like, okay, a strong gummy bear. Why do I want some used? And she's like, and they have pot in them. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I mean, if you want to drop them off, I guess. Uh, so yeah, my mom's going to hook me up with some, some gummy bears, some edibles pretty soon, which I'm pretty excited about. Why am I talking about this? God, Lisa, I fucking miss drugs so much. You have no fucking idea. I was thinking about it today. I was like, God, I wish I could get high. I was at work. (laughs) And I was like, fuck my life. (laughs) Okay, so if I do send you some sage, you might find some gummy bears in there, which I don't know when you'll be able to partake, but who knows. Uh, you know, the federales could be listening to this. So, uh, oh, they are. Uh, yes, gummy bears. Totally normal gummy bears. Yep. So, deja vu. They talked a little bit about it. I had just had it the day that I was listening to this episode because I had this like whole moment. I'm like, fuck, I just had deja vu. I didn't say fuck though because I was talking to my kids. And then they were talking about it. And Allison said something about your brain like thinking that, I don't know, thinking that it already heard it or it's just, I, I don't know what she was saying. But this is something that I heard. This is from Sylvia Brown, who's one of these, you know, spiritual people who's now passed on to the other side, but we still talk. She said deja vu just means that your life is on track because all of these things that you are living in your life, you've planned before you got here. And so when you're on the right track every once in a while, you'll almost like remember that you planned it. So it's just kind of a reminder that you're doing okay. I know it's a bunch of hooey, but it's nice to think about. Yeah, I, I've heard that as well. Yeah, I don't know, because when it happens, I feel like it happens to me pretty often. When it happens, I'm like, fuck, like, there's, like, I don't understand, like, I don't believe that it could just be, like, a weird brain wiring thing. I'm like, this is fucking weird, like, this already happened. So, I don't know. But it's definitely not a glitch in the Matrix, people, come on. (laughs) Yeah, I believe there's something else. It's something more than that, because, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, my brain doesn't glitch. So... Uh, I wanted to talk about this entitled turd who parks and blocks somebody's driveway for hours on end. Like what in that actual fuck? (laughs) You know, it reminded me of the Seinfeld episode with the parking garage. And I'm like, that would have been like right away. Like, oh, I'm going to be like trashing this car. (laughs) Oh, the, uh, the handicapped, uh, spot episode. Yeah. Yes. I, I actually thought more of the, uh, the, when Saddam Hussein double parks and blocks Georgian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, one thing Jeff said, uh, because I have some inside knowledge. Uh, yeah, her street has like no cars on it. So inside I knowledge. Don't understand. how would you know this little Rafi? Have you been to her house or something? Oh, you know, I've been there once or once. <laughs> so <laughs> when I pulled up, I was like, wow, there's like, I was like, there's no cars here. I was like, am I even at the right place? And there was like a little driveway that leads to, I guess, where they park their cars. So I was like, I hope they're in there. <laughs> so. Aww. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's plenty of parking, so I don't know what the fuck this jackass was doing, but I really wonder who it was. 
I know. I really want to know. And she said she that they got a car towed, and then they kind of went into the story. So I'm guessing that they actually did have the car towed. So there must have been somebody angry looking for their car, or like this sounds like somebody stole a car and just ditched it. Is what it sounds like, or. Like they were saying, maybe it's someone who's foreign, which like there's plenty of those in L.A., so it could be. Or old people. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Lisa. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't know the rules, then that's possible, you know? But it's funny because they were like, do... <laughs> Didn't they say, like, what if they're European? Like, do people... <laughs> Just block just driveways. Block dri- no, I was like, no, people no. don't do that. They it's follow rules. Common sense. I, yeah. I feel like it's probably like some fucking douche person who was on some meds and they just fucking. I don't know. Maybe they were drunk. Who knows? I want to get to the bottom of like what this I, I, because she said first of all you couldn't you can't leave if your driveways part are blocked. So like, and the fact that. They could have had an emergency or something like I can't leave and nobody's coming to get this car towed. But I mean, good for them for actually calling. At first, I was like, really, you guys are going to call on a car. But if it's been there for like three hours, like that's some bullshit. I don't know. Somebody parks in front of my driveway like an inch in. I'm like, what the fuck's this guy doing? (laughs) There are these um, rollers that you can buy for your car. Uh, Like if you like work in a garage, you can. Uh, buy these things and then you jack up a car and you stick one under each wheel and then they're like casters and you can just move the car wherever and i've thought like that would be such a great way to prank someone is like to jack up their car and like move it to some crazy place (laughs) but uh yeah so maybe we should all just have these in case some asshole blocks us in i think that's a good idea i remember learning i don't know if this is true still but talking about europe they have such small roads that, and you know, all the little cars, they just would leave their cars in neutral so people can push cars in and out, like not in and out, but like up and down to like, so you can fit in and like, that's, you know, it, it's not like, oh my God, it's my property. Don't touch it. It's like, we're just all trying to live here. So I'm going to push your car up here, push this, and then I can fit in or whatever. But I don't know if that's a real thing. So Europeans, let me know. In and out, up and down, fit in. Lisa? <laughs> Are you having deja vu? <laughs> 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 you uh <laughs> you seem to have something on your mind god <laughs> so jeff um his whereabouts on mondays uh of course i was wondering i didn't tweet about it because i'm not that desperate to know but um i obviously noticed but then i thought i know sometimes on mondays he wouldn't be there because she'd be on location somewhere else or j- whatever the reason is also two weeks in a row she mentioned editing things out that never got edited out. And so I'm curious, like she obviously didn't write the, he's not listening, I guess, to the whole episode because he would have heard that. And she didn't maybe mention that she wanted those things edited out. But I mean, last, um, the Aaron Gibson one, she was just like having a whole like conversation that was supposed to be off mic (laughs) or edited out. And then this week, the same thing where she's like, I'll just have him edit that out. So yeah. And it was especially noticeable to me this week because she's like, oh, let me, let me redo that. You were mentioning the Louis C.K. <laughs> thing. Yes. And I was like, I was like, man, Jeff is like fucking up. I was <laughs> like, this is not like him. I'm glad to know that, uh, he, he's fine. He didn't lose his touch as far as I know. He, he hasn't. I know about his whereabouts. That oh, pre- I thought you can th- say you know about his touch. Oh, I knew. That's, uh, his daytime producing job? 
I'll tell you what he's producing. Okay, so what do you think about this whole cereal, like looking like cereal, whole, this whole interaction that, that Allison and Daniel had? Uh, yeah, when she t- tweeted about it, I thought it was funny. Um, but as someone with horrible hearing, I often mishear things that people say to me. And so I'll just like nod or like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. And then when someone calls you out on it, it's like, oh, uh, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> but for the most part, yeah. So this could have happened to me. Uh, but as far as looking like cereal, I feel like, fuck, I'm looking like cereal right now <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Some Sundays I'm like, fuck, I know I look like cereal. But what I think is so funny that is he just like accepted that she called him that he just wasn't in the mood for like this, whatever this interaction. And it's like, you're accepting that your wife just that you look like cereal and you're just like, ah, I'm just not in the mood to, to deal with this right now. Like I would be like, I, I have many questions. Like what does cereal look like? What are you talking about? Yeah. And Daniel mentioned that this is like, like, like something you could say to someone. And I was like, definitely I'm going to say this to someone and uh, hopefully <laughs> it'll be a sick burn. Yes. If somebody said it to me, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I probably do. In fact, right now, I feel like I do look like cereal. And it's not a good thing. Looking like cereal is not good. And then they start talking about the cereal mascots. It's like, no, that's not what it means. It means you look like a mushy pile of shit, right? That's how I see it. Uh, this reminds me of, a again, Jesus and Marrow, I think on their first podcast, referred to uh, someone as something like a like a garbage bag full of milk or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> That's it's like very similar. That's I feel like that's uh, you're you're kind of lumpy and gross. <laughs> I, I was watching that sh- is a show called Good News. I don't know if you've seen it, but you don't watch TV. Um, I don't know even know if it's still on. But one of the guys was like, "Oh, here's a nice compliment about compliment about me." It says you look like uh, damn it, and I'm gonna forget his name. There's a guy who I think looks like Cookie Monster, but what's his name? All the girls love him. I think he just finally had a kid. God guy damn. that looks like the cookie monster? Well, I think he does, but everyone thinks he's like some hot hunk. He's older. God damn it. Cool. Good joke, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Who's the guy that's like a hot hunk, Will Rafi? George Clooney. Oh my God, that's him! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking Clooney, but I was like, I don't think he had a kid. I well, maybe he didn't. I thought I thought he just finally. I don't know. Anyway, he I, just got married. Oh, like that's a what it was. Years ago, to a kid, I don't know if they right? have a kid. No. But um, okay, George Clooney. Okay, now I'll get back to my joke. <laughs> <laughs> you said he looked like George Clooney <laughs> if George Clooney was made out of diarrhea. <laughs> oh that was probably like the one good joke in the whole show okay anyway guys should watch it it's really great whoo that was the long way to get (laughs) to get to the event all right so event am i fucking 80 what's happening all right should we talk about jamos sorry i have one last thing for thursday oh do you have anything else from thursday I'll have Jeff edit that out. Hey, uh, Lil Rafi, do you have anything else from Thursday? <laughs> I sure do. Uh, Danielle said to Jeff, do the drop. Again, 
I said this before. This is from Jesus and Marrow's fucking podcast, the Bodega Boys. <sighs> so anyway, um, yeah, that's all. But I, he said, which drop? And she goes, any. <laughs> I like how I was like the applause. I'm like, really? <laughs> I, when I hear do the drop, I expect to hear live from Red Bull Studios. Ugh, but of course it's no. Red Bull Studios. That's so lame. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, but oh, 220 West 18th Street is definitely on my uh, New York tourist guide spots to go oof. to to see magnificent art being made. Ugh. Speaking of that, we need to do an East Coast. We need to meet Leanne. We need to see your stupid whatever you just said, 220 Ball Street. 220 West 18th Street. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god what am i in a buffalo wild wings what's just that is a game starting what's happening <laughs> i'm so gonna send you the clip of the bodega boys so you can <laughs> put it in there as well um my friend actually wants to go to new york next month should we make Whoa. this happen i don't think i have the money to but yeah i don't think i do either but i do have a, a mac book that i need to sell and my body apparently so <laughs> Maybe I can hitchhike across. Uh, I don't think Leanne would would appreciate that the way I got there that way. So I will make my way in uh, a not illicit way. All right. So I don't know how we talked more about the Bodega Boys in Seinfeld, but it just happened. So did you pick a JMO? Uh, no. Okay. I kind of did, which is what I usually do, and that's um, the Facebook b- birthdays one. We've already kind of, there was already one like that, and we've already talked about it a little bit, but I thought it was interesting that they wanted to delete their entire Facebook instead of just like maybe not putting their birthday on their profile. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I just delete it, I say. Who yeah. cares? We don't need you on there anyway. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, see, I mean, you're not even friends I'm... with Trice on there, so why would you even need Facebook? The only reason I'm on there is for this fan group, and if it weren't for that, I would just have never gotten on it. I know. I'm the same. And even now with Instagram, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start posting more pictures, but I still don't understand the reason why we need it. I don't. And everyone's like, oh, let's... What did they say? I think it was Danielle. Like, we need to just abandon Twitter and find a new thing. It's like, fuck, I... I I can't start over somewhere else. I'm a nobody. It's nice when you have a bunch of followers that will follow you somewhere. But like starting over somewhere else is like, ugh. I would just delete them all. Yeah. I mean, I have, I know you have way more than me. I I only have like 220 something. And I'm just like, why? I don't <laughs> write anything. I'm not funny. I'm not smart. I'm not good looking. Why are these people following me? And also, even if you are good looking or funny or smart, why are we following you? Well, I don't know you. <laughs> why, why do I got to know your fucking dumb tweet about fucking, Bill, did you see this thing? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> What's the deal with this thing? Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, the deal with things? <laughs> Stuff. It's just fucking wasting our time. I man. rarely see a tweet now that I'm like, I'm glad I read that. Also, I rarely go on the news feed anyway. It's really just for this show and interacting with the people that are part of this and Allison people. Because other than that, it's all trash, really. Yeah. If you've noticed, I've unfollowed a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram. I had noticed. <laughs> I am trying. Oh, you did, really? No. Uh, oh. I was keeping track. 
Well, My, actually, Jess sent me a spreadsheet. I, <laughs> I am trying to move towards the direction of deleting everything, but I'm just, I don't want to miss like an Allison thing. Cause what if she's like, Oh, Hey, surprise I'm Allison meetup in Denver. Yeah, and I'm like, true. fuck. I know. Nobody you know? tells you about it. Yeah. Well, the other JMO was the GIF one. And I feel like I love ending a tweet with a GIF. It really like adds like that. The, it's like the just the perfect ending to a good tweet. But then I think at a certain point, like it kind of got like, okay, are we all over this? But now it's like bad again. It's like the hello. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. And then it's like, no, it's back. Let's give it back again. Because <laughs> you just need to not overuse them. But I do like them. Uh, wow, you're taking shots at me. All I do is Seinfeld gifts. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's not shots at you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if, if, like we talked about before, if we could just have a complete conversation in Seinfeld gifts, I'd be fine. I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, if someone sends me a text, if someone tweets at me, my first instinct is to start typing Seinfeld into my little <laughs> gift okay, searchy thing. Okay, the next time that you're here, let's go and just look at our search history on our gifts and see like what comes up. Because if you just type in an S, all of my <laughs> it's Seinfeld something, <laughs> and then like monkey throwing poo or whatever or cute cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, gifts. It's what's for dinner. What? Okay. I just need to like stop myself now. I think this is a good place to end it. What do you think? Uh, yes. The last, my most recent searches in my thing are Seinfeld, Elaine, Seinfeld, and Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any Fonzie gifts, so that must be... Uh... No. Why would I ever send you a Fonzie gift? It's all Seinfeld every day. Good. Thank God. All right. I'm going to do... I'm just going to pretend I'm going to tweet something. See, my gifts on my phone, I can't search them. It just has like a select few that you can choose from, and I really don't like that. But on Twitter, you can search. So I'm just going to type in S. <laughs> I just typed in S. You want to you know what it... Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's hear it. You want to hear all of them? Yes. There's a lot. All right. I'm just going to start from the very beginning. Sad wine. So sad. Sleepy Simpsons Seinfeld. Shocking Seinfeld. Finally? I don't know what that was for. Smoky Bandit. <laughs> Scary Snakes. <laughs> Scared Bees. <laughs> Scared Cat Snacks. <laughs> Seinfeld. Babu. <laughs> Which obviously I misspelled. Seinfeld. Cafe Seinfeld Cafe Dream. <laughs> Sorry. Seinfeld Caught You. Seinfeld Aha. Uh-huh. Seinfeld Mutton. <laughs> Seinfeld oh Gold. Seinfeld Tebow. <laughs> Seinfeld Airplane. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize it was this bad. Seinfeld Box. Seinfeld Barbecue. Seinfeld Sausage. Seinfeld Floor Filth. <laughs> I was obviously trying to find really specific Seinfeld parts. Seinfeld Costanza finding change. <laughs> Seinfeld devil. Seinfeld at lane driving. Seinfeld at lane luxurious. Seinfeld puffy. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> killing myself. Seinfeld right. Seinfeld sleeps. 
uh, Seinfeld laughs, Seinfeld George, Seinfeld pushing Elaine. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I'm crying. Uh, I had to skip some because I'm like, I can't read all of these. <laughs> oh my God. Well, unfortunately, my Twitter does not let me look at what I've searched for GIFs, but... Just type uh, in an S and see what comes up. I tried that, and it, it doesn't let me do anything. Wait, well, where are you typing it into? Like, pretend like you're about to tweet something. Yeah. So just start a tweet, GIF. and then hit GIF, and then in the search, just type S. Yeah, that's what I did. It doesn't oh. let me. If I type S, it's a lady wearing a pink bra. <sighs> uh, uh-huh cartoon pulling up its underpants uh yeah um, unfortunately it doesn't show me my history on here oh, but if someone God. knows how let me know there must be i wonder if it's because of the kind of phone you have but i don't i don't know oh that was good Whew. i i don't think it'll be funny for anybody else but me but that man that was fucking worth it Whew, that's the closest i'm gonna get to cry this year i think Whew. that was good oh no i did cry the other day i'd be so proud i'm like twice oh all right, I'm falling apart, apparently. All right, that's a good place to end it. On Seinfeld, Elaine Bush. <laughs> all Seinfeld gifts all the time. Feel free to send them to us because they never get boring. And, uh, okay, if you want to be on the show and you want to talk about your Seinfeld gifts, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? Don't bother. Um, <laughs> spend your time doing something productive. Read a book, possibly September Somewhere. That's all. Oh, yeah. Okay, update. September Somewhere. I had downloaded it to a tablet that I sent with Mike. So now I have to re-download it and watch it. I mean, read it. <laughs> so long story, way too long. So we'll do it in like the next week or two? Yes, we should lock that down. And uh, I think... We had someone else that wanted to do it, right? There was somebody I thought on the Facebook group. So we'll post in there and we'll pick a day and see if they want to join us and do... Do you want to do it during a regular show or do like a little bonus? Mm, I feel like it would be fun to do a little bonus thing, but... I think so too. You know, I think that'd be cool. Who, who, and it might be knows? easier to schedule it. <laughs> who knows? True. All right. September somewhere. Lock it in, people. Let's start reading some books and talk about them. Oh my God. Okay, so BFFs, you're the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you and good night. I'm so dumb. <laughs> uh, Jim Morrison? He's a drunken buffoon posing as a poet. I like the dogs. Ah, give me the guess who. Come on, they got the courage to be drunken buffoons, which makes them poetic.
God, they can be filled with ice cream. Oh boy, who who doesn't want a handheld pie? God, Lisa, I fucking miss drugs so much. God, I wish I could get high. Mm, yeah, this Jay Z guy. I don't know. He's not that good. 